Hello. 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 Welcome. 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 Fletcher. 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 Whitehead. 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 Microsoft update. Update. Microsoft 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 update. Oh, no, 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 and joining us as always is our Lawtron. Hello, hello. And our soundboard operator. Um, I don't even know how to go into this episode because it's probably one of the most. We're going to put about as much effort into the beginning of this episode as Fred put into the writing of this movie we're about to talk about. Yeah. I'm going to let you guys introduce it. I just. I'm out of gas to introduce this one. <laughs> uh, we're going to watch, or we watched, the Maverick. Uh, Fred Durst's debut movie. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, this is his directorial debut. And he helped write this. With some guy named David Beckerman. Shame on both of you motherfuckers. <laughs> I will say this about it, and I mentioned it to Whitehead just a few moments ago. I went into this film wanting to hate it for for certain reasons. I mean, I I fully admit I went into it biased. Okay, uh, hey, can, can you put the reverb back on real quick? <laughs> for you, for John, John, John Travolta. Travolta. <laughs> That's who Hudson's talking about. Yeah, I mean, uh, truth be told, I've I've never been the biggest fan. He's always been. Um, a crazy Scientologist piece of shit. Ooh, is that going too far? You have such a way with words. Get out of my head. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I went into it wanting to hate it purely based on him. And what I found out, I mean, I guess surprisingly, is the things I dislike about this film have nothing to do with him. And I will say, I think he gave a g- great performance, given what he was given. Um, I really don't have any problems other than, you know, his choice to attach himself to something like this with him. It's just all the other aspects of it, of the movie that fail me. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's my broad strokes take right there on it. I mean, we can get into the minutia of it. but I'm down to spoil the fuck out of this movie because they didn't take the time to fucking write a decent movie. I mean, I... They wrote, like, three-fourths of it, and just was like, yeah, I'm the stunt chick that did drugs or something. I don't know. I think one uh, one phrase encapsulates it entirely, which is, they left the fingers behind. Yeah. That, that, that wh- and if you watch this, m- this movie and you get to that point, you realize what we're talking about because, yeah, there's just fingers in the house. Yeah. A little thing, Hudson, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is it something called fucking evidence? Uh, it is technically, you know, according to the the Dred Scott case of 1856, you know, which established the legal precedent of fucking evidence, which is different from regular evidence or bitchin' evidence in that it's fucking <laughs> evidence. Yeah. Um, yeah, fucking evidence being, you know, the, the, the most uh, uh, well, weighty form of evidence, you know. Well, before y'all even unload onto that point, should we just go ahead and start from the beginning of this little movie and just go through the whole thing? Yeah, we might as well. I mean, it doesn't matter what order we go in about this movie because it's not going to be any. I mean, we could tell it. You know, we might as well try to tell it better than them for a little bit. Yeah, we. You have a point. Let's do it. Yeah. Um. So who's the star of this? Uh, or well, who's the main character, Fletcher? Moose, played by John Travolta. With the nastiest fucking haircut I've seen in a while. And some dad New Balance. Yeah, do you want to try to describe his hair? I called it uh, a Kenny Powers fade that they fucked the fade part up on. It's like he was going to shave his head, 
and then like kept his glasses on and just shaved like right there in line with his glasses and shit and was like, I don't want to cut my hair. Imagine someone that wanted to have a beard and hair. I mean, most people want to have hair, but imagine someone wanting those two things, but then having extreme social anxiety that they actually meet on your skin because uh, he has a beard and he has the hair, but it's like he goes out of his way every day to shave a patch between, like, right on the temple. I I mean, God, I've watched a lot of sci-fi. I've watched a lot of shitty sci-fi. I've watched a lot of good sci-fi. I've read a lot of shitty sci-fi. I've read a lot of good sci-fi. Lots of, lots of dystopian, weird future places. And, um, you know, uh, they oftentimes try to convey the, the fact that the future with weird haircuts, and I've never seen a, a more fucking weird hair, haircut or face accoutrement than this. Oh, he had a poverty line in that hair for real. Like, that's how I took it. Yeah, and it was kind of mullety. It was like a weird mullety poverty like line. Like a tiny I don't mullet know. in the back. Yeah, I don't know what he was going with. Like, he looked like, I don't know, man, like. He looked uh, not all there. He wasn't. He had Asperger's or something. Yeah. And I went into this movie knowing he was supposed to be a little unhinged. Uh, More so than I was expecting. High functioning, but I don't know. He was very odd. And it's one of those films that it's it's painful to watch at times just because it's so... He's fucking pitiful. Yeah. But... And uh, I'll have to give it to Travolta. Uh, he portrayed that character as best he fucking could. It wasn't his fault he was cast as this pitiful dude who loves movies and somehow has an apartment, a decent-sized apartment in Hollywood. Well, it is his fault he was cast. I mean, he had to agree to it. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't think he was held by gunpoint to do the movie. I uh, I don't know why he uh, agreed no, I to was do just, it. I was just ideally thinking maybe he just didn't read the script and was just like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and then was like, oh, wait. Fuck. The great Fred Durst is making a film? He he tricked him. He was like, yeah, you're going to play a crazy a crazy guy, and he's obsessed, and he becomes a stalker. Well, it, it's, like, it's like if, you know, Scorsese brings you something, and it's shit. You still do it because it's Scorsese, but Fred Durst? Yeah. Shouldn't that have been the... I mean, I'm sure it's been said. I think he was like, oh, man, I'm such a big fan of uh, Starfish and the Hot Dog Water or whatever that fucking album was. Hot Dog Flavor Water. Oh, Hot Dog Flavor. See, I don't even See, know. See, I didn't like that one. The one before it. No, no I don't even gold. like Limp Bizkit. I'm young, just saying. Young me fucking love that shit. I just like to think Travolta's just a big biscuit head. <laughs> He's a big head. I know that. Uh, yeah, that haircut did not do his head justice at all in this. And let's talk about the other person in this movie. Uh, surprise to me, I didn't recognize the guy. Oh, yeah, Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa. He was good in it. Star of Idle Hands, one of my favorite movies growing up. Yeah, again, he was... And other things. Yeah, I mean, he was good as well. I I really, I can't fault the acting in it. I want to, but... He looked very strange. Who, Devin Sawa? Devin Sawa. He did not age into what I thought he would look like. He's bulked up, gotten older, you know. (laughs) Yeah. It happens, um... I'm just letting you guys kind of d- dive into the story details on this one. Oh, okay. Well, w- we essentially have Travolta playing Moose, who's obsessed with uh, Sawa's character. I can't even remember his name. Hunter. Uh, Hunter. Uh, it wasn't Norris. No. It doesn't matter. He's obsessed with him as an actor. Uh, and, and, I mean, overall uh, – uh, an obsessive, ho- I mean, he's obsessed with all of Hollywood, but this, but this particular actor is his brand, the focus of most of his obsession. Yeah, has all of his movies, uh, all his VHS tapes, and honestly, like, I don't know if this was what they're trying to impart on us uh, through some of the, we saw like some movie within a movie footage, you know, of what he was famous for. Um, doesn't really seem like maybe he was a A list actor, maybe B list or something, you know. Um, 
possibly even seen. Yeah. Because it like the one movie within a movie they showed, it looked like maybe like Space a Vampires. Space Like a blade ripoff or something, you know, kind of. But he had a jacket with his name embroidered on the back of it. Yeah. And his name was Rico. I, you know what? I kept on waiting for them to, uh, for him to tell him or something like that that jacket wasn't real. Like it was a phony. <laughs> yeah, he made it because it looked easily made and dumb to start with. I, I yeah, I actually was thinking that would be the thing that would set him off into like a murder spree or something. Like, because he he had that whole back and forth with that sh- that m- memorabilia shop owner, you know, who who was I felt way too nice to him. Yeah, very much so. I felt everyone was just too nice to this character. Like, if this had been any other movie, that guy would have been down on his luck. All the fucking time, getting told to fuck off, getting punched, catching beer bottles to the head. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's just what I got from this movie. Like, everyone's way too nice to this fucking weirdo. Yeah. That that doesn't make a lot of practical sense. Yeah, because he sometimes it seemed like he had a roommate, but then he didn't. Yeah, and that that whole relationship which they gave us no, like, not even a tidbit of information as to why it existed at all, um, you know. Yeah, I think I said I was waiting and for him and to be. And that person narrated the fucking movie. Yeah. Why? Number one, why, is that, why does that movie even need a narrator? That seems like. Like three scenes? Three scenes were narrated. It, you know, if you're going to have a narrator in a film, narrate the entire film. But it was just like a few times where they brought her in to do voiceover. Probably to explain facts because they knew the movie was so poorly constructed that you had to have someone tell you what was going on. Like, I kept waiting for him to drop that, like, that was his niece or something, but they just never did. Yeah, it was, she paid his rent and other shit sometimes, and and what did he do? As far as we know, he just was a, was a street performer. A street performer, but like a street performer in Hollywood, you're usually like miming a character, like you're Batman like, like, or something. Like you're pretending you're Batman, you're pretending you're Shirley Temple. You know, you're it, it's Hollywood, and this is the ultimate Hollywood fan. So you would think he would be playing his favorite character, or being a lookalike or something. No, for whatever fucking reason, he's just British street Bobby. Yeah, with a baton. And he's not even good at it. Who the no. fuck is he calling before he does? I, I never figured I, th- that I think out. he's calling and recording himself so he, and then playing it back. Oh, okay. Because like, he's trying to get the accent down. Or he think, That's what I thought, for too. S- for some reason, I was thinking he just knew a friend that spoke like that and would call him and bother him. And just be like, hey, say it real quick so I can hear it said or something. I could be wrong. I, but That's what I thought. I, but it makes more <coughs> sense that he recorded it. Yeah, I thought what Hudson thought. I thought he was just but trying to get, get the accent again, back. Everyone's way too nice to him in this movie, so maybe he re- did have a fucking friend. I don't know. A British friend. I don't fucking know. No, I just took it as he was just recording lines, too. Like, Fred, you didn't make the movie make sense, man. <laughs> Fuck. I just... <sighs> he was fucking pitiful in this, like you said. Like, Yeah, like, I thought he was going to be way more... Vicious. Psychotic. Yeah. Because they do show him with a knife on the poster. And the trailers made it seem like it was. And I thought it. I, I even thought they were going to head that way when he chokes the. That one scene where he chokes the guy out. I thought, okay, this is going to be the twist where we get our villain. Or, you know. But then, no, he's still, like, pissing his pants. And. I forgot he pissed his pants. <laughs> um, just, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, he, uh, that, uh, uh, the actor's last name was Hunter. So what was the first name again? Sawa's character? I thought the first name was Hunter. Oh, I thought the last name was Hunter. <laughs> Either way, that ass. This is how memorable it. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> y'all. Anyway, that, that, that guy is like signing books and stuff, and Moose is. Or actually, no, like, Moose breaks into a fucking party and, like, starts harassing. That he's supposed to be at or whatever. Yeah, that he's supposed to be there and, like, find some other, like, horror actress and is just, like, nerds out on her. And she's just like, oh, okay. Then he starts, like, reaching in a bag trying to get an autograph. And he gets uh, kicked the fuck out. And then he's, and then, like, the the shop owner's like, hey, he's signing books here. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he has to be there. 
and then like that guy has to like go outside and deal with his wife and his kid. And here comes charging up, but uh, but old Moosey, old Moosey, and uh, bothers the fuck out of him, and he gets kind of mad about it. Yeah, he's like, "This is not a good time, man. I don't want to fucking sign your shit." And I thought he was gonna snap at that point, but no, it takes a little while. Yeah, which I felt he was a little, you know, kind of rude. But then again, justified. That's how I expect everyone in this movie to act towards him. Yeah, but they don't. Only he does. He is that he the Devin Sawa character is actually the only one that has a believable reaction to his. Yeah, like, oh god, fuck off, yeah. man. But like, I don't know. He ends up, uh, or Moosey ends up figuring out this tells him about in one of the few scenes she's in the fucking movie. And she's like a paparazzi, I guess. Yeah, or? so she's in inherently shitty. <laughs> or bother. Oh, I'm not even going to say it. Bothersome to yes. actors. Kind of rude. But she never bothers any actors, though, in the movie. Oh, no. I like herself, I, I, I mean. mean. like the profession, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, she was the voice of reason in the movie. Yeah. Still don't know why she showed him that app. Still don't know why she narrated this fucking dumbass movie. Just want to reiterate that, you know. But yeah, it shows him the star map, and he ends up finding his house and, like, harassing him, and he, like, he flips out even more, tells him to get the fuck out of there. And what does old Moosey do? He proceeds to do the opposite of getting the fuck out of there. Yeah, uh, he, he just breaks in, he just climbs over the fucking fence. Well, he gets caught at the front gate first. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he caught him, told him to fuck off, and never don't let him see him in, see him in that neighborhood again. And uh, technically, he does give him an autograph. Oh yeah, he jabs a fucking pin in his chest and signs his shirt. I can't. Re- I, I actually I meant to ask you guys later because I couldn't tell what, what he wrote. Hunter. He wrote. He wrote Hunter. Okay. But, uh, I figured he just scribbled on him. No, he did, he did sign his name, but not the whole name, just Hunter. Mm-hmm. And that right there is kind of a, a victory. Well, well uh, yeah, that's why I'm saying that is kind of a victory. If you actually think about the psychology of this character, um, that's kind of a plot hole because I, th- I feel like he would have just, uh, been, then, then been actually really excited because he w- couldn't have read the social cues. And they could have, they could have taken, uh, that could be an excuse to throw in a funny scene where he like he's all upset and he he goes home and then he looks in the mirror and then he realizes like oh or takes his shirt off and looks at it, he's like oh that son of a bitch no well I did get the I did get a signature they could have done that they didn't no they chose not to um but what does he do next well he returns again and. Uh, he wants to leave that note again because he's going to leave a note to he him. He does want to leave the note again, and this is where you would think the movie would start to take off down that psychotic uh, break that we were all expecting. He does kill someone. Purely by accident. Yeah. Doesn't register with him at all. It, it was really funny after he did it, though. He's like, or he pushes this lady, and she smacks his head on the doorknob, and he's Dead. out, bleeding from the nose, and... <laughs> and he just goes like, oh, oh, that, that, that's just a bad nosebleed. That's just a bad nosebleed. I, I used to get those all the time. Uh, yeah, you yeah, got the paper towels up there. You put stuff in your nose. That scene was legit really funny. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. And uh, then instead of running away, uh, he just goes in the house. And he hides. He does hide. Fucks around quite a bit. Too long. Yeah, and it got, it pr- got progressively. It got. Terrible. It became night. Yeah, and this is not. Uh, I mean, you, you can probably tell from our description of so far. This is not the kind of guy who uh, really should be any good at hiding or stealth maneuvers. But he is, and it's it's weird. But like he said, like going through his house and like starts eating his food and like looking at his stuff. Fucking with his toothbrush. Yes, yeah, the toothbrush was the grossest fucking part. Like, does his tongue all over it and shit. Yeah, it's uh, it's fucking so nasty. And I think he just gets in a closet. 
Yeah, he's in his is where he's all his suits and jackets are because he comes back, Hunter. Uh, yeah, and is gonna go somewhere or something. And I think his kids there. Yeah, I think the kids there at that point for sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh no, no. Well, maybe no. Maybe another kid isn't there. It doesn't matter where the kid is. I think the kid was there at that time. Um, but I don't know. He had like went through his uh his uh, prescription drugs and figured out he was on uh, sleep medicine. Yeah. And uh, waited for him to fall asleep watching TV um, and just starts, you know. Kissing him on the forehead. Kisses him on the forehead. He starts taking selfies with the guy asleep. Drops his own phone on the guy, on Hunter's chest, which I thought was, I thought he was caught right then, but he wasn't. Then picks it up, fumble, or fumbles it back into his hands and takes another selfie. Kisses him on the head. And then proceeds to rock back and forth in the recliner next to him, just so fucking excited. And he put a blanket on him and everything. And when he was watching the movie, then he falls as fucking sleep. <laughs> and then when he and he wakes up and he's like, "Oh shit, I went to sleep." And and, and I just want to read like Hunter had just been chilling in his living room, like drinking some IPAs, eating some cheese, it's watching TV. That was the scary part that he was just like. You're just in your home chilling. Yeah, he took some sleeping pills and went the fuck to sleep. And then the sleeper. Then the iPhone alarm going off. Yeah, and he just casually gets out right as Hunter is like slowly coming to, and it's what what, you were forgetting. He before he goes, or he he did the night before because I can't remember the small details. It was so gross. Travolta is watching him sleep. Now this was either the night before or right before he ran out in the morning. Travolta's looking at him slumbering still because he's in a deep sleep. Proceeds to put his finger behind his earlobe, kind of rub, and smells how the back of his earlobe smells. Yeah. And uh, did he taste it? I couldn't remember if he just smelled it or tasted it. But uh, probably both. That, that, I wanted to scream at that point. It was, it, it didn't, he didn't need to do that. We already <laughs> get it. It's fucking weird. <laughs> that was the part for me where I was the toothbrush. Like, the toothbrush is what, what got me. That's oh, that was terrible. Don't get me wrong. Fucking nasty. But like, even if I, for some fucking reason, like broke into uh, J Lo's fucking house, <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking lick on her toothbrush. I'm not gonna touch all of her shit. Cause you know what that is, everybody. Hudson? Evidence. It's fucking evidence. Exactly. See. Not bitching evidence. Not fucking evidence evidence. We're not Let's leave fucking it everywhere. Evidence. And Devin Sawa kind of fucked up to his character. He didn't go for the kiss. Well, yeah, let's also address the fact that um, <coughs> that uh, poor maid's body, I think from the, the moment she's killed till you know, the conclusion of this film, had to be laying out there in that yard like, what, a day at least? Maybe a couple? Like, yeah, she was no one even noticed? like a day and a half. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I couldn't really get the exact layout of that home from some of the shots, but it feel like it. Uh, that room where they were watching TV just kind of looked out over where her body had to be, you know. Yeah, well, he well he did. Okay, he got home. Maybe he comes in through the front door, doesn't see that, doesn't get in that part of the, the house till nightfall. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, they don't see it then. Then you know, he just wakes up and leaves the house. Oh yeah, he does. He, he wakes up and leaves, and takes. He's taking his kid to school, and sees old dumbass Moose walking down the fucking street, and flips the fuck out on him. He's like, "Motherfucker, I told you not to come back here. Get the fuck out of here." Threatens him with a shotgun. Yeah. Um. Or does it stick a shotgun up his ass? Yeah, yeah. Threatens to stick a shotgun up his ass. And uh, it that fucks Moose up. Yeah. Yeah, he's crying. Then he goes home. Then he comes back. Says some dumb boundaries, and he chokes out that magic guy too. Yeah, that's when he starts getting physical people, or he starts snapping real hard on folks. Yeah, he chokes out the dude that's been bullying him, which is some side plot that some street hustler wants him to pickpocket and, for and, him. And then one of the people who, yet again, has been too overly nice to him, actually encourages him and tells him he thinks it's a good idea. They choked him out. Or he said he's glad he stood up for him, and he yeah. took that as, yeah. Yeah, the, the extra-friendly security guard cop dude. Which is, he just, like, I, I was trying to, again, uh, I, I've never been to Los Angeles. Maybe this is a thing. Is he just, like, a security guard for 
the street or something? What was he a security guard for? Like, yeah, I didn't he, get that either. Like, because he's just around. Maybe, I, like, the building they, they're in front of, because they're in front of, like, a bunch of the stars and stuff. Yeah, and they keep on going to that bathroom where they're changing or whatever. Yeah. But it's, like, obviously a public restroom somewhere. Maybe there. he's just, like, a security guard for, like, whatever. What's that one uh, famous... Uh, uh, theater, the Chinese theater. The T- it's uh, the TLC theater maybe, right yeah, now. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's maybe they're like around that. So maybe mm. yeah, I would think mo- it'd probably be he'd be a cop. I figured they'd have cops there, not security guards. Yeah, like unless they were in like a park or something. I can't think of either. I mean, th- they're on the Hollywood Squares Walk or whatever or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, uh, I've never been to LA either. Because we know who wrote this. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to go ahead and let you guys tell about – starts snapping on folks. He pushes the chick. Yeah, he, he loses his best friend, but he'll get her back later. Don't worry. Um, Which is fucking ridiculous because she shows up. I don't remember now. She's like – like all those pictures and selfies he took with a sleep hunter. He put them on social media. Yeah, he put them like on Twitter or Facebook, and she's like, motherfucker, take these down. You're like You, you are, crossed the line. Yeah, you are fucking up. And he puts his hands on her. And I thought he was going to fuck her up. I thought he was going to kill her. Yeah. Because he, th- like, pushed her against the wall. And I was thinking, oh, damn, what if he, like, knocked her out? And he's just like, oh, oh, oh. Seems to, be a, seemed to be a signature move. Like, a panic and choke the bitch. Uh. Uh. What does he do from there, guys? Oh, well, then he casually stumbles back into fucking Saba's house. Because, you know. He's not on alert. He's not putting. He's not setting alarms in his big house. Like even if I wasn't an actor or like a fucking C-list actor who had some, you know, made some decent money, if I've got some motherfucker harassing me and just like knows where I live and shit, like. And the maid had told him earlier, like I saw a weird guy in the yard. Yeah, knew he was breaking in and just walking around your property. Wouldn't you set some fucking alarms? Because he had an alarm system. We saw it. Yeah, it, it, there was like a clear shot of it. But he didn't set it because, like, if he had set it, Moose, I don't think, would have been smart enough to figure out how to get past it without setting it off. Well, and, uh, you know, as they previously established, I guess he was uh, uh, drinking too much and taking too many pills, which that might have been the one, the one and only thing Moose was right about because he says he shouldn't be taking that many pills. And uh, he proceeds to wake up, uh, like, hogtied to the bed with, I remember counting this, like, not one, not two, but, like, three, I don't know if they're handkerchiefs or paper towels stuffed in his mouth. Because oh, there's yeah. a scene where, like, he's spitting them out, and I'm like, I guess definitely, because, you know, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of cloth to be stuffed in your mouth. Without like, waking up. Yeah. Not just, like, one, just casually, I don't know. Uh, and then, two to get all four of your, or, you know, t- your, all, your both your feet and both your hands tied to each post of the bed and the middle torso tied down oh to Oh, yeah, it. there's a shit ton around his middle, middle torso and legs and to shit. To not wake up from that. Yeah, because he was having a, pro- like, well, actually, not his, I guess. Probably wouldn't have to get under that bed. Even though he did hide under a bed at one point. Yeah. I forgot about that. was fucking He hid under the boy's bed, that's right. Yeah, the guy was tucking his fucking son in, and and Moose is just chilling under the bed. Actually steals a toy and drags it under the bed while he's talking to him. Yep. Anyway, back to him. He wakes up, and he's there, and I forget whatever dumbass line he says. Uh, then he comes back with a Jason mask on and a knife. Oh, well, remember when uh, Sawa wakes up, he looks over, and he's laying on the ground in a pool of fake blood. <laughs> Oh, yeah, then he gets up and he's like, ha, ha, I tricked you. I tricked the best actor in the world. Ha, ha, I'm an actor. I wouldn't kill myself. And then he comes in with the the Jason mask. And, and, and the knife, and he proceeds to stab Sawa in the chest. And then to Sawa's surprise, he's like, wait, what? There's a fake knife. It still looks like it drew a little blood, though, unless that was just some of the fake blood. Yeah. Like, um... So then I guess you really have the whole uh, back and forth between them where Sawa's trying to reason reason slash manipulate, you know, doing whatever he can to, to get him to let him out of the situation, making him all sorts of promises. 
acting like his friends. Oh, they get buddy buddy snuggly. They get buddy buddy. Um, to the point that. Uh, oh God, yes, yeah. Speak on Paul. Well, um, you know, uh, Sawa's trying a lot of different ways to uh, to get to slip out of the situation, and um, you know, at one point tells him, you know, uh, I was acting, you know, I, I was trying to do method or get into it. Uh, and then finally, uh, you see him start to slowly convince uh, Travolta's character that uh, they're going to be friends and everything's going to be okay. Let's visualize and, it, buddy. And this is actually, yeah, th- he's, he starts to try to use visualization technique, which is an acting technique. And um, it starts to work. And there's even this rosy tint that comes over the camera. Um, <laughs> it's fucking and, weird. And Travolta starts to, to picture what Saw was saying and that they are going to be best friends. We can watch all my movies, buddy. And uh, Travolta lays down the bed and uh, lays his little head on Sawa's uh, chest. And he keeps on visualizing this. And what is it that he says? <laughs> can I do it? Yeah. He's like, can we get ice cream, Hunter? Yeah, man, we'll get a chocolate or some shit like that. Strawberry. And then Joe's like, no, no, let it be strawberry. Joe's like, yeah, strawberries. Yeah, strawberries the best, buddy. Just really getting buddy-buddy with him. And he's like, I promise I won't call the police, you know. You just got to untie me. And I'm not going to lie, for half a second, because I don't know what movie this is. I thought they might have become friends. That would have been a bigger twist. I thought it would be like a delusion. Like, he's like he's finally snapped, and this is just what he thinks Sawa's saying. Yeah, I thought maybe that, too. Like, he was going to be fucking Sawa's head in a second, decapitated. Yeah, but then it cuts to Sawa headbutting him as, after he's got, like, his hand untied. Yeah, he lets him which, get one which, hand loose. A... If you're in that situation and you've got all four limbs tied up, I think I'd want more than just, like, my fucking – did he have one hand or two? It was one hand loose. He, had, he, got, he waited for him to get one hand untied and then struck up, like struck out at him. He gave him that headbutt. Yeah, headbutted him and shit. It's just like, dude, let him untie, like, your feet or both your fucking hands first. Yeah, because uh, after he ties the one hand – he goes for a knife that was apparently right there, and then I think cuts the second hand free, and then just grabs a gun that was right behind the headboard or something and blows Travolta's fucking hand off. Which leaves what we've talked about since the beginning, the fucking evidence. His yeah. F- his goddamn fingers. Digits and a thumb. And, not to mention, the blood. And what's Moosey doing? Ha- what... Fletcher, could you do a recreation of what Moose was doing while this was happening? Ah! Yeah, <laughs> just like a kid getting his ass beat. Yeah, it was the, it, it was fucking pitiful. So then they, Sawa gets out of the rest of his restraints, which fucking ready to fuck him up. By the way, y- yeah, uh, adrenaline fueled. They, they tussle. You know, there's a fall down the stairs. Blah blah blah. Oh, I think it was. It, it was wasn't no fall. He kicked he his hit, ass down the stairs. He kicked him down the fucking sta- stairs while he's trying. To baby crawl away. To comprehend the loss of his fucking fingers. He lost shit. three fingers with that. And uh, it gets up, like he gets near, the, I guess, the kitchen door or something. And uh, or well, no, nah, he took he took like two shots by his head before they left the bedroom. Yeah, and it was a classic case of like uh, the minute he got free, he got cocky, you know, which yeah. it's, it's like. I guess classic horror movie trope, or something, you know. And I kept on thinking, okay, shoot him in the head. It, well, yeah, that's why I was like, that's what you should do. Well, see, he, after I mean, you know, granted the outcome of it, I think after the second shot, the third shot, I thought, okay, is he fucking with him? Like, is he just trying to scare him? Oh, and I think he was just furious as all goddamn hell. Yeah, but like, I'm going to destroy but this you fucking would think man. If, you know, if you're in that fucking situation, if I was in that situation, I'd have put that to his fucking head. Oh, I would have, yeah. absolutely. I but fuck aiming. Like, I'm not missing. He's on the ground. He's he's not getting up. Throw him the fuck away. Yeah. That's what, but, you know, after what we know he does, I think he might have been fucking with him, trying to scare him. I think it was rage, but you know, I, I'm you know that's one of those things, suspension of disbelief, the yeah. willful suspension of disbelief. I mean, yes, anyone would have shot him in the fucking head, absolutely. I just figured he's just so sick of this fucking guy, 
and he had just done that to him. Yeah. That he was like, I'm going to fucking torture this motherfucker now for this shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, they, he kicks him down the fucking stairs. He gets by the door. And uh, Travolta's still being fucking pitiful. Yeah, he's like in a fetal position. Yeah, like he is losing his shit. He's, I guess I never really, I guess he could have maybe been deaf or was probably close to it with those those two gunshots near his head like that. Possibly so. But yeah, I think uh, I think they were trying to say that his eardrums were ruptured because if you notice towards the end, he's bleeding out of his ears. Yeah. Then he starts bleeding out of a new hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was a little bit of a jump scare for me because I didn't know they were going to get that. That uh, was a good effect they did the way they did that. Yeah. Uh, he uh, – uh, so I was like, "Oh yeah, I got that knife still." Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get myself a, a tasty, uh, delicious treat. I thought I was gonna stab him in the throat, but that was not what happened. Popped an eye out. He just—it's just the slightest little stab, and he is so fucking freaked out after it. I think his adrenaline definitely died down. He's like, "Oh, I just fucking stabbed a man's eye out, and it was way more intense than I thought it would be." Yeah. So then, in a strange turn of events, pretty much almost, almost immediately after. Popping his eye out he with a brief with a brief pause, where as Fletcher's saying, his adrenaline probably levels off. Uh, he uh, helps him up, bandages his hand. Yeah, like I mean, not real well. He just like wraps a fucking towel around. Then it. like opens the door and sort of like pats him on the back and says, "Go your own way, you know. Get out of here later, buddy." Champ. Yeah, because you know what that that's what makes sense in a story. Good job, Fred, Mister Beckerman. Fuck you guys, like. What? Oh, that wasn't even what killed me. No, that's what killed my ass. I was like, that's, I mean, god damn, that's not how you end that story. Like, him letting him walk away was dumb as shit, and I didn't like that, but what happened next, I was like, that is absurd. Yeah, like, Moose is all fucked up walking down the street. I think some people, like, fuck with him or something. And uh, Paparazzi Girl just happens to see his ass and, like, is like, oh, my God, like, holy shit, man. And, like, she's like, I'm going to take you to the hospital, Moose. You know, hang in there. And cut cut back to Sawa's house. Yeah, Sawa, uh, wait, or, I mean, he's just there. Well, it's like, it felt like it was just ten minutes after he left. Yeah. He's still in the same pajamas and he shit. Get, he gets a knock at the door. Yeah, it's like, the cops. And a gardener with the most judgmental face. And then it flashes to the dead maid who'd been laying out there for like a day and a half, maybe. Yeah. And he's just like, oh. And it shows like, you know, A, she is not cut. She does not look injured by a knife. She's not. She's only bleeding out of her, like, her nose and maybe the back of her head. Bad nosebleed. Bad nosebleed. Yeah, it was a bad dog. It was a terrible nosebleed. I used to get him when I was a kid. Um, I don't know if I was quoting Moose or myself. I'm fucking kind of mad about it. <laughs> You're mad that you might have something in common with that fucking character. I guess. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, in in, I mean there there were a lot of travesties in this film up until this point, but in the biggest fucking god awful prolapse gaping anus of a loophole I've ever seen in a film. Uh, oh, I thought you were chastising me like that's too far for this podcast. No, no, no. Um. um Enough, God damn it! Yeah, Sawa is then arrested for the maid's death, and uh, this is the part I want to get. Just you see him open the door, the cops, and you think, okay, cool, ba- cops have arrived. It's just Sawa, like, hey, glad y'all came, kinda. The gardener's standing back there. The cop looks over at the gardener, and the gardener just shakes his head, like, mm-hmm. He's he he ma- he murdered the maid. I saw him do it. Well, the gardener was let go earlier that day because, you know, it was time to go. It was going to rain or something. And that was the last you'd seen the gardener. I was like, why are the cops just taking this gardener, gardener's word for it? Like, they didn't do any investigating. They didn't even go in the house. It's just like, oh, uh, well, this is the guy that answered the door. So uh, we're going to take him and uh, we're going to close the door of this home and no one will ever go in again or ever find that blood or those like fingers. The ma- the fang- they're not going to find the fingers. They're not going to test the blood on his fucking P-shirt. That, hey, it's not the maids, and it's not his own. Who the fuck is it? Oh, oh, fingers, fingers, ropes, other shit. Like, what the fuck? There's so much goddamn evidence left in that house. Like, and of course, I mean, 
I like to believe we're smart. I like to believe that too. We're sentient. Mm-hmm. We're not a high time, y'all. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> he would never go to jail for that. Oh yeah, that's what I said. I was like, he's getting off, right? Well, I feel like Fred Durst's uh, uh, intent was for you to believe that he wasn't. Which Yo, is dude, that stupid. was the movie's point. But I'm saying yeah. in a strictly legal oh, yeah. sense, he's getting out, right? Like, just go get those fingers out of my house. I mean, yeah, in the strictly strictly legal sense, and and I think I even put it to you, Fletcher, um, or am I mentioned? Am I mentioned to both of you? And and I, I merely meant this as a comment as to you know the horrible miscarriages of justice that have happened in this country. But the only time something like that would happen would would be if you were like a a black man in the South in the 30s, you know, like you know, to kill a mockingbird style, where clearly you didn't do it, but you're just getting blamed for it because. You know, there, there are tons of cases where shit like that happened where the, the vast majority of, as we like to call it, fucking evidence showed that it was someone else. But, you know, someone got stuck with a crime because of, you know, racial prejudice or bias. Um, that's the only time I've ever heard seen something like that happen where evidence was just ignored to such a blatant degree as this was implying it was. And in this movie, we were talking about a famous white, a white actor. So, no, in the real world... There's no fucking way. There's fucking fingers in the house. Someone's got to question that and delve a little deeper. I, I was just baffled while the police were just like, yep, we believe this gardener. I was like, what? Why didn't Devin Sawa open his fucking mouth and say like, hey, I just had a fucking traumatic experience. And then I let him go. Like, what the fuck's wrong with me? And then kill himself out of the fucking guilt of being so goddamn stupid. I, Hell, he probably could have told him, yeah, it's this guy named Moose who's like a Hollywood super fan. They probably could have tracked him down. And let's be honest, Moose being Moose, he probably just would have admitted to all of it. All of it. Like, all, all, all Devin Sawa had to say is, it's this guy who's obsessed with me. This is what he looks like. With a little bit of investigation, they could have been like, Oh, yeah, that's that crazy guy who, you know, works well, God, at the Bobby. Well, goddamn, couldn't they, he just be like, yeah, I met him at that souvenir place for signing. Go back and yeah. add, plenty of people saw him there. Yeah, yeah. Like, the owner would know who he is. The like, owner would turn over on Moose. But you know what? Fred and whoever the fuck Mr. Beckerman is, I hope you don't write another goddamn movie again until you've learned to do it better. Um, they just end the movie with this, which we, we didn't really touch on. During certain transitions, they would just like pause the scene and have those drawings. This weird, like MS Paint looking drawings. It, like I don't know if they were supposed to be Moose's drawings or like what Fred did in the afternoons while they like shot this movie and shit. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they end the movie with like. Fucking moose with an eye patch and a hook for a hand. On those MS Paint drawings. Almost this like MS Paint drawing level type of shit, and like the the paparazzi chick is like his gar- it's supposed to be like his guardian angel and like give her wings and shit, and that's how they end the movie. Like, and she does like a voiceover too. This is one of the three voiceovers she does, where it's like, and uh, and uh, Mo- uh, moose uh, skated. Uh, he 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 got o- he got away with it, and it's like. Okay. No, the fuck he didn't. He got away with it for another, like, fucking day or two at the most. If you step back and think about it, um... When she takes him to ER, that's going to be a big red flag. Here's the thing. Yeah. You could have done this movie in a different way, which was, okay, make the, the, the Devin Sawa character, like, a big fucking asshole who unreasonably is rude to a super fan of him of his you know like the classic hollywood trope of you know stars are assholes but if you really stop and fucking think about it absolutely nothing sawa did or reacted to was unreasonable considering the situation throughout the entire film very true like if you really stop and think about like he divorced dad trying to take care of his kids yeah yeah, everything moose did and sawa's reaction to it was like I think perfectly reasonable for a person in that situation. Like, hey, man, you're, yeah. Travolta, not a good character, gets away with all of it. And he's labeled the hero, but literally if they just spend another ten minutes, hell, three minutes, 
They could have stuck it in three minutes of the cops knocking on fucking Moose's door and ended it there. But they didn't. But they didn't. It was like they were trying to make you think, oh, hey, don't think much about it because I didn't because, of course, you know, I'm Fred Durst. Um, <laughs> I'm I did offer the nookie. You know, he he was the good guy in the end, y'all. That's all you need to worry about. Don't worry about the legal implications later. Like, Well, what bothered me is there had been several times through the movie that Devin Sawa was like, when he was getting that jacket out of his closet and Travolta's there, he was talking to a guy on the phone or something, and he's like, yeah, the maids, there's a weird guy creeping around. And he, I think he mentioned it to the gardener, too, like, hey, maids, such saw someone creeping around. He wouldn't tell people someone was creeping around, like, in passing. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, he's getting off legally. I guess this is the first. Yeah. Again, like, the Sawa, the Sawa character is not a bad guy. He actually did, did some rather nice stuff. Like, um, they humanized him more than mo- – it's like when he uh, when he accidentally he pissed off his ex-wife, he, like, stopped and was like, you know, I'm sorry, I was wrong, I'm sorry I did that. He, like, owned up to it and was, like, very adult. And then, like, when the maid catches creepy fucking moose stalking throughout the, 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 the yard and she's upset, he comforts her, like, Did he, try and kiss he her. was the good guy. Yeah. So what if he kissed his maid? Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. That's I'm just a whole like, separate thing. And then he it didn't matter. It's not like he raped her. No, no. And then he no. apologized about it. I'm saying like that's the worst thing he did through the whole movie was just that. And, and he he could have beat Moose's fucking ass, and like really bad. And I was kind of expecting that at one point, like him just to yeah. flip the fuck out on him real bad, and like you know, kind of initiate the whole. Oh, Moose is gonna retaliate and go, you know, you know, lose his shit. No. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're gonna make this story, like. Fine, go for the the stereotype and like make him an asshole Hollywood actor, but he's actually not. Well, see, I felt like he was gonna be some piece of shit like yeah. that was like just doing a bunch of drugs and not giving a fuck about people and abusing he's like a, dogs and, and women and, and shit and got what was coming to him. Kinda, but, yeah. But he didn't deserve that. Um, and he was a, he was a good father. Yeah, yeah. He was really nice. To Remember, he was telling his kid like, yeah. "You can always come and talk to me." Uh, and shit like uh, and he even wanted to tell him, you know, blah blah blah. Now that we're getting closer, like you know, please don't, don't please don't hurt my kid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just FYI, y'all. Just so you know, it does not matter. We are at uh, forty-seven minutes of talking about this, but I want to move into just from off the story that just ends on such a weird note, and the performances are great. I think we all talked about this after the fact. Who the fuck was this movie made for? Like, other than. If you actually are a celebrity who's had a stalker, y- yes, normal people get stalked. But I'm saying, unless you are a person of fame, like maybe this was made for them. I don't know. Like, does that make sense? Like, it was hard to relate. Yeah, like to it. Like, like Eminem can relate to it. Fred might be able to, and like I don't know, numerous celebrities they could relate to it. You know. And, you know, actually, fuck that. And normal people who have had stalkers. Yeah, know. yeah, like I said, but, but like, to that degree, but. But, like, you'd have to be a fucking moron, and I've met a lot of them, <laughs> um, to just, just go with that ending, just, like, and not be fucking mad about it. Yeah. Like, it, god damn, dude. Yeah, like, then, like, that ending was sort of like, okay, like, it was very weird because our protagonist is Travolta, who is pitiful, but, like, you can't really root for him, but I didn't feel like... He wasn't if even the villain. Say what, buddy? He wasn't the villain. Who? Travolta? Yeah. I thought he was kind of the villain by the end of it. No, he was pegged so goddamn pitiful. I don't or, know. Well, if, if that, neither one of them were the villain, but Devin Saul, like Hudson was saying earlier, cer- society. was certainly no uh, antagonist by any means. You know, I just don't know who this movie was made for. And the only movies I knew to equate it to were that movie Paparazzi from 2004 and that movie from 1996 with Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes, The Fan. Those are the only two things I knew to equate it to. It was just a odd movie. Um, Whitehead, you okay? You, you've been fucking mad this entire goddamn know, 49 fucking, minutes. I don't like lazy fucking writing. It's like I don't either. When it's, when it's that fucking egregious, like, god damn, dude. Come on. It's not that hard. Just spend enough 
fucking like don't drink that fourteenth beer, Fred. Like just right the end of your goddamn movie. This is quit sucking Beckerman off. This is why I think uh, Travolta's the antagonist because lose bad taste in my mouth too. That he just skates, and that was the intention of the screenplay where Fred Durst to let you know he skated. And that Devin Sawa's going down for this shit. Like I said, you'd have justice to was not served. You'd, you'd have to be a fucking moron to be just like, "Oh, that was a good movie." <laughs> and it's completely dis- disrespectful to people with Aspergers, because I've known a few people with Aspergers. None of them are that fucking stupid. Yeah, they're not stupid at all. Uh, it's it's like they they try to attribute that to Travolta as a way of explaining all these actions and stuff. Like, I wish they had shown a scene of, like, when we were led to believe that she lived there with him. Yeah. Of him, like, perving on her real hard or, like, or even killing her. Or, like, planning on killing her. And then, like, oh, you know, oh, you know, if he's going to do that, he'll do this other shit and actually follow through. Nope. But, uh. Didn't get it. Thanks, Fred. That's. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this. That's all the energy I'm willing to expend on this piece of shit. Yeah, I'm wrapping it up. I don't I'm even not giving it one more second of my life to it. Yeah, Rating? I, I'm not. Uh, yeah, you don't even want to rate it. No, I, I, I guess. Was blood was a uh, was a uh, fucking uh, blood species uh, better than this? Subspecies? Subspecies. Yeah, it was better than this, in my opinion. I mean, just I'm not even gonna really take a long time to. I'll give it four out of ten. And th- and that's only because Travolta and Saw were actually yeah, worth a shit. Okay, yeah. I cannot fault them as far as their performance. Yeah, like, and I honestly did want to hate this movie more I than I thought I would going in. I thought I was just going to be like, this is going to be like D-level bad. But those two were kind of good in it. And even like this little side friend like you're talking about, like she wasn't bad in it. Like the acting wasn't bad in it. They worked with what they were given. I didn't like with what they were given. So I'll try and end it on that positive note. I give it a four out of ten, only for the performances. I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a three on that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Again, with the the surprising revelation, like I said from the top of this, that the only thing that lets it have that three are the performances, which, um, you know, like I said, I went into it wanting to dislike it purely for Travolta, and I left it disliking it purely for its own idiocy. Yeah. And um, if anything, Fred, if you want to make another movie, and uh, hey, hey, Sawa, if you want to work under him, ma- make Idle Hands too, man. Like, fuck. I love that movie. Okay. Idle Hands too. Let's get it. Yeah, please. Uh, I think we are out of here, everyone. Goodbye. 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 Uh,